This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, my terrific co-host, Tony Shore, here from Omaha, Nebraska, spreading far and wide on KFAB Nation. We're the premier advisory group here, your local fiduciary, and here to help, here to talk about retirement, here to talk about life, and heck, we might throw some tractors or chickens in there, and (laughs) gosh, if we get lucky, we'll talk about uh, Danielle's uh, Jeep brainstorm experience. Who knows? I don't know, Tony. (laughs) I can't wait. This sounds like an action-packed episode, that's for sure action-packed baby oh that's yeah the way we do it yeah that's awesome that's awesome cool. well bill how has your week been the week's been great it's uh it's busy it's a like i said a different busy right and i'm not gonna come down to the new norm but you never know and uh it looks like things are seeming to be getting back to a normal around here we're lucky here in nebraska to have i believe uh some of the lowest or the lowest uh coronavirus issues, I guess, if you would say that. Um, so that's good. I like that a lot. That's a, it's a refreshing uh, to me. It's always keeping every other place in our prayers and getting through this and maybe getting through to election time and seeing what happens there. Uh, just a, you know, a different time. And now these kids uh, going back to school and all the school districts announcing their plans. And, and now there's a fight for whether, you know, they should be wearing masks or they shouldn't be wearing masks. And how do you implement it? And the privates say, hey, we can force you to do it. And the publics are kind of like, we're trying to force you to do it, but maybe, maybe we can't force you to do it. So we're running to all these different issues, right? And then you still don't know if there's going to be some quote unquote spike or whatever that actually uh, puts them back to e-learning. A good friend of mine that um, I was actually playing golf with over the over last weekend, she uh, was telling me that potentially they go in and come back out, you know, a month later, she's thinking that could be a, could be something where they go in and then all of a sudden some numbers spike or one kid gets it and, and spreads it. And they say, Nope, we're not doing it. And every go, everybody goes back to E, you know? So I think things are just, who knows, right? right. I mean, it's all over the place, Tony. How, I mean, what, how do you see things? Well, I, I think it's a mess because, you know, they, they want to reopen schools, uh, but, you know, then there are people that say, okay, all those kids, you know how it is when your, your kids bring home every sickness, you know, normally. That's how you oh, catch yeah. colds and the flu. It's like your kids, uh, you know, kids are kids. And especially the younger, uh, the younger they are, the more this happens. But I think the concern is on one side of the fence, you have people that are concerned that, so this is going to become like this Petri dish of infection for COVID and the kids are going to be carriers. Not that the kids are going to be at a, necessarily a health risk, 
but they're going to come home to their parents mm-hmm. or grandparents and, and, and be carriers because they're all spreading it. And so that's the concern on one side, but the homeschooling, I don't think uh, really doesn't work for most parents who have to work. Uh, and the online learning, well, I like a lot uh, about online learning. I'm, you know, I like working from home. I, I like online things. It makes it convenient. You don't have to do a commute. So there are uh, so many positives to it. But I know the younger kids, it doesn't work. Uh, the younger the children, the less that works. Um, even my uh, daughter, who's in, uh, you know, she's going to be a senior this year. Uh, the online learning she did. Uh, you know, because of COVID at the end of this past school year, she's like, yeah, it's not the same. It's not effective. You don't learn as it's much. It's not the same. That's so true. Yeah. It's just not, Tony. You know, and I see, you know, we kind of talked about this before, but, you know, like, I, so I have three kids. There's uh, my my son, Brayden, who's 15 years old. Uh, my, my daughter, Michaela, uh, right behind him, she is going to be 13 years old in August, August 14th. And then you have little Gracie, um, who's been on several times. They've all been on the on the radio, but right. And then you have Gracie, who is eleven, so eleven, thirteen, and fifteen, right? Uh, the let's start with the fifteen-year-old. So the fifteen-year-old, the boy, okay, takes after his pops and um, uh, figures out. Uh, I don't want to say a, a way around it, but just figures it out. Yeah, right. To yep. make, to make yep. it yep. easy as easy as possible, maybe route of least resistance, if you say. Sure. Uh, so you can call us smart or dumb or whatever. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. But it is what it is, you know. And I think a, a lot of males uh, t- uh, follow that trait, yes, it seems do. like. Yep. And, you know, so it, it still got great grades, still went through the motions. But, you know, if we went into into another situation where it was e-learning, homeschool type of situation, we would have to really buckle down and get ultra serious. You know, when we got into this whole deal, Tony, you know, we were talking about, we laughing like could you imagine if this was a five month long summer could you possibly imagine five months of these kids being home they went on to spring break and and our spring break was at home so we just hung out and so spring break at home and then they didn't go back but during that spring break that they were home we were like they're like okay they're not going to come back for a week or two weeks or whatever we're like okay look at this guys you get two weeks of spring break that's pretty cool you know i wish that would have happened to me and then you fast forward and you're actually in five months of spring break or five months, five months of summer, whatever you want to call it. They did sure. their e-learning, but they didn't even go through the end of the school year with e-learning. You know, they actually cut it off like two weeks short. I don't know if it was a throw their hands up type of situation, but I, I, I bet that's what it was. Well, you know, right. I mean, oh, I'm threw, sure. threw their yeah. hands up. Yeah. So Braden did got through it. Going to be a sophomore now at Miller North. Life is good. Blah, blah, blah. They're going back uh, August 10th or something like that. And then Michaela, my middle, uh, she ultra studious, straight A's all the way through, um, very diligent, took it ultra serious. She was up there in her room at her desk and she crushed every single online meeting, every single piece of homework. Could she do it on her own E and be as effective? Okay, I don't think as because there's nothing like that in person. I cannot imagine you being able to replace that in person piece for so many reasons. Right. Um, But but it worked. Right. And then you have Grace, who I think will be a little bit more like Michaela. But man, she is the super ultra social butterfly out there. Very smart um, and was diligent about it. But again, was only in fifth grade. 
so still elementary. Now she's moving into middle school, and I don't want her first year of middle school to be online, you know, in the first few months. And how about all these college kids going back in, you know, and some of these schools saying, hey, you can't come in. Can you imagine you're a freshman in college and you've paid all this money to this college and they say you're not coming back into the classroom, you're going online? And it's like, well, what kind of, ex- I, for me, it would be what kind of experience is that college is as much of as of a growing and maturing time as it is a uh, a learning experience. I and 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 some might not agree with me, and, and maybe a lot don't agree with me. I don't know. Um, there's a tremendous amount of learning that takes place there. Um, but again, you're an 18 year old going into college. That, you're not the most mature person, right? You're not going to make the best decisions. We know that, you know, heck you can't even drink here in the United States at this, that point, you know what I mean? Right. You, you know, and then by the end you've developed relationships, how to communicate with adults, how to uh, meet deadlines, how to do things kind of on your own and heck for some, how to do your own laundry. I mean, all these, how to live on your own, right? You're getting apartments, you're moving out of the dorms, you're doing all that stripping that experience away from these people, I think is going to be ultra detrimental. I think it's, uh, I think I'm not saying that we should or shouldn't. Okay. I'm I'm not even going to go there, but what I'm saying is if it happens, then I I think it's something that could be detrimental. I I truly do. Tony, Uh, you know, obviously education is important and I know education in uh, Nebraska, uh, is really good typically and here in minnesota it's also good um but some states you know uh, it's not as good Uh, but i know you wanted to talk about retirement and taxes and which states are the best and worst as far as taxation and for retirees right Yes, absolutely. Because it's come up so many times. I uh, another friend of mine talking, and and they're what you know wondering where they're going to retire at, right? You know what state, and they're looking at all these different states, and because it was kind of funny, she's she's reading down a a list of states, right? Um, you know, and she's like, well, Alaska, that's very tax friendly, you know, and and South Dakota, it's very tax friendly, and Wyoming, that's great, you know. So she's reading these down, and she's like, Florida, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that's those are all great. And I mentioned, I said, I said Wyoming's beautiful, and she's like, yeah, it is, but you know, I'm thinking something a little closer to the water. <laughs> and so yeah. you know, if you're gonna retire, you know, a gorgeous, gorgeous state, and you, of course you can go to a lake, but you, know, you can only use it for so many months out of the year, <laughs> uh, you, right? You know. At, with short sleeves on that is right and shorts and all that kind of fun stuff yeah so we're going to talk a little bit about uh the most tax-friendly states and least tax-friendly states and as we all know here in nebraska we are not a tax-friendly state if you ever listen to uh mr jim rose in the morning and rosie did your nosies he talks about the least uh uh, how nebraska is one of the least tax-friendly states and i think tony you said nebraska is the least tax-friendly state yeah in fact there's a market watch.com article i i just came across that says uh, quote nebraska takes the cake for the least tax-friendly state for retirees um, lovely because of um high income taxes property taxes and they also uh, tax social security benefits and they don't offer an exemption like you see in those other states you mentioned which are better for retirees uh exemption for other types of retirement income so it's a lot of it's tax related obviously uh, sure. And my home state of Minnesota is right up there as well. 
I think it's three or four, uh, third or fourth worst. It's right up there with Nebraska because of high taxes and property taxes, and they tax Social Security, and there's no exemption for uh, like other states offer. Um, and so that's why you have states like Wyoming and Nevada and Alabama and uh, Florida and those states, South Dakota, obviously, is is an up-and-comer anyway. Uh, my problem is, Bill, I look at the states that are the worst uh, for uh, retirees uh, as far as taxes and costs, and the states are the best, and the states I'd want to live in are on the worst list. <laughs> I know. I mean, not, no, the not, same that, way. not that there's right. anything wrong. Like you say, Wyoming's beautiful. I just, I don't want to retire there. I don't want to retire to South Dakota. I've lived in Sioux Falls. I love it, but I'm, it's not my top choice to retire. Uh, you know, and I think that's why Florida's packed. It's one of the states that offers those tax perks. Uh, and that's why it's everybody retires there. Uh, but it also has uh, milder, well, somewhat milder weather. Uh, you know, it's not a cold and it has ocean, you know, but the, there's problems, you know, there's give and take. But it's all about taxes, isn't it? No, it is. You know, it, it comes down to a lot of that when it comes into retirement because we're focused on our income and our expenses. And we know uh, if we can minimize our outflow, right, our expenses, we our income, our spendable income is greater, right? It's just it's just the way it works. You know, and, and so if we want to talk about your least, because let's get the least tax-friendly states out of the mix, okay? And so we can focus on the very tax-friendly states. So the not-so-tax-friendly states, Tony, California, mass exodus, right? I mean, we've seen that people are going to Colorado and droves and they're going down to Texas and, you know, and they, they got all kinds of crazy things. Now, if you want to talk about putting up a wall, man, maybe right in the middle of the state or something, maybe not a wall, but figure out how to separate, you know, North Cali and South Cali because they're two different states. Yep. They are dramatically different states, right? So anyway, California, Connecticut, Maine, Sota, Minnesota, uh, Nebraska, uh, good old corn huskers. You know what they said recently on Nebraska? They said, Hey, we might have a championship season this year in our football. Can you believe that? I, is that awesome? I would love that. I, I'm hoping is that, there is a season number one and number two. I'm a big corn husker fan. You know that, Bill. Well, they say, you know, we're just going to hold out till the end and everybody else is going to forfeit the season. So it's going to be an auto end. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we could win a championship. Rhode Island's on that list. Uh, Vermont's on that list. So, again, California, Connecticut, Maine, Minnesota, Nebraska, Rhode Island, Vermont, not so tax-friendly states. They're on the least tax-friendly states. When we get to those very tax-friendly states, Tony, we run into Alaska. Uh, I've never been to Alaska, definitely on the bucket list. Oh, sure. it is my deal. I mean, that uh, I'm an outdoors type of person. I love to explore and that would give me endless possibilities to explore. Uh, uh, and I believe they, they pay yet, right? Too. If you're a, if you're an Alaskan resident from their oil or something's going on there. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I had friends in, in, uh, in high snow in college. It was in one of the summers of college that actually took a road trip up there wow. i think alex reeb tony uh mitch different mitch not that not our producer mitch it, you know but these they actually jumped in their honda accord i think it was piled in there four of them with all their gear and literally road tripped to alaska yeah 
Well, our producer, producer Mitch, wants to live there. He's visited and loved it. You know what? You know what he does too. And for anybody on the radio, he's going to kill me for this probably. But you know, he makes these incredible uh, lake maps that are made of wood, and they're uh, uh, they have real topography in there. I yeah. think that'd be the right 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 way to say it. They're, so they're all layered maps. Yeah. Un- unbelievable and they're made of wood so it's something like you find your favorite lake you know lake of the ozarks or or okaboji or some small lake over here something out in the backwoods and you say hey this is the lake and he 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 puts that basically in a he makes a relief uh, map of it where you can see okay. the depth and uh with the wood there's different layers it is amazing yep horndog maps yep. i think dot com is what it's called so. Got horn dot how how um how fitting <laughs> for the big O money show to have the horn dog maps dot com. So again, that's horn dog h o r n dog d o g maps dot com. Yep, that's the site. Check it out. Really, really cool gift ideas. Three D three D lake maps that are beautiful. Yeah, but if you order too many, folks, we're going to have to not allow you to order anymore because we can't lose Mitch. <laughs> right. That's the problem. Yeah. If he gets too much business uh, and he even has, if you scroll down to the bottom on his site, uh, he has states uh, of maps he's done and Nebraska's on there. He's done a few Nebraska lakes and you can look at them. Uh, actual awesome. pictures of the relief maps, See Minnesota, Ontario, Wisconsin. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. That's cool. So, okay, so we got, uh, what do we talk about here? Alaska, Florida, very tax-friendly state. Georgia, Mississippi, we spelled that one for you last week. Um, Nevada, South Dakota, Wyoming. So our our very tax-friendly states with Florida being near sunshine and I guess Mississippi and Nevada, you get a little warmer there. Um, But yeah, so lots of fun there, guys. So when you're thinking about retirement, I think that is something to think about, right? And maybe it, maybe it's not your, just your, uh, maybe you still have a place back here, but maybe you make one of those other states, your primary residence, you spend more than 50% of the time there, right? Uh, You can, your income taxes, your taxes on social security might be eliminated or fully reduced. Um, it, lots of things go in property taxes. That's a big deal here. I mean, heck we're paying anywhere from what? 2.2% all the way up to almost 3% right here in our local uh, Omaha, Nebraska, Douglas County area. And some counties are a little bit less expensive, but we're expensive, expensive here for that. So maybe it's a downsize into a condo. You keep that relationship because like you said, Tony, a lot of people love living here. I love living oh, here. My wife yeah. is from the San Diego area. She loves living here. Doesn't want to go back. She mentions it almost on a regular basis, almost like, oh my gosh, what did I do to this person? You know, where she's, she's like, Hey, I love this. I love this state. I mean, it, it's just the people, the, yep. the, 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 the culture. I think people are, are nice and friendly and we have all this other craziness going on sometimes, right? All this noise, but for the most part, back to the most people are good, right? Most, for the most part, people are just good, genuine people that want to be there and help you out. And I, and I think that's why people flock to the Midwest. I was talking to my mom yep. about this last week and, and we we're just talking about that. Exactly. It's just, People feel good about it, um, b- but regardless, I mean, I also feel good, you know, going off a, a sailboat and out of Florida too, right? Sure. Or out of out, yeah. out of Destin, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but you know, so one thing for everybody, something to think about in retirement folks. I think that's really important. And, and I know Tony, we're getting closer. I mean, this show is, I've had a lot of fun actually on this show, um, talking about some things that we don't get to normally talk about. And what I do want to, um, bring up though, in our, in our kind of final minutes of the show, if you will, is just talking about our, our charities and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure and three that we are just huge, huge fans of, I'm going to first start with uh, hope connecting hearts, Nigeria. Um, So again, this is one that my dad has been uh, a big, big part of for, for quite some time and founded by father Cazito, who is originally from Nigeria. He was ordained a Catholic priest uh, back in uh, September of 1996 and but it, this is something where he he is now here. He was now here in the in the states, right? And he's actually up in Verdigree, Nebraska, as a pastor. But he is able to bring people together, bring these Midwestern you know people together, these men and w- women, to go over to uh, to Africa, to Nigeria and bring supplies and, and raise, raise money to build schools and bathrooms and clean water facilities. And, uh, it, it just goes on and on their work that they do, uh, for the poor. And, and when they go over there, um, it's just so incredible because, you know, it's like my dad has traveled uh, on these mission trips uh, several times and just loves it. I think he comes back more and more humbled every time. So I think that's really important. Again, it's Hope Connecting Hearts Nigeria. They always need your help. And those people always, always need your help. Uh, Tony, uh, Saving Grace, uh, Perishable Food Rescue is another one. Um, amazing what they've done. I think they have a uh, uh, 4,353,000 pounds of food rescued, uh, valued at seven over $7.5 million since 2013. They rescue this food. They reposition it. They take food that would otherwise be in the dumpster and take it over to people that can uh, truly, truly uh, need it in, in, in different organizations here locally around town. Um, and they've been doing such a wonderful thing. And the Nebraska Greats Foundation always and their golf tournament coming up on July 24th out in uh, in Grand Island uh, helps Nebraska athletes who have played a big role in athletics who have now fallen on hard times. And again, our own Premier Gives Back partnered with Gradient Gives Back to find that family in need that we can really help out. So always here to help. If you're wanting any more information about any of those, please contact us so we can help uh, you get in touch with them. And, and I think it can be part of your own legacy for people that want to or like to do that. Um, and again, Tony, we always appreciate everybody so much for listening. Our incredible, loyal listeners. And and if you want, uh, uh, we'd love to see you um, in, in our office or, or virtually. Or pick up the phone and give us a call if you have any questions. 402-557-6730. Again, 557-6730. Um, I'd love to see you for sure. So thank you all so much for listening today. Perfect. We'll end it right there. Good job, Bill. Good sh- Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.